0: All right, well, hey, welcome to Practicing the Practices. I'm super pumped about this. Um, I am here with Sam Oviedo. Did I get that right, bro?
1: Yes, you did. Yeah, I've you got been it.
0: practicing, and I have uh, <laughs> Sam is our youth pastor, and uh, Lindsay Falls, who is our training school director, hey, uh, hey. and our resident uh, encyclopedia of 90s hip-hop. Um, <laughs> 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 uh, not... Not really, and and really at the same time. Yeah. Um, but we're we're excited about this conversation we're going to be having today. Um, uh, on Sunday, we dove into what we started calling the perspective shifting practice of worship and declaration. If you were unable uh, to be there on Sunday, let me just really briefly bring you in uh, to where we're going to be leaning and pointing over the next few weeks we are as a church saying you know what we want to grow in our strength and our understanding of what it means to actually walk with God and not just simply to believe in God and we're doing that through focusing on how Jesus lived and uh, throughout church history uh, there's been this thing that's been developed called spiritual disciplines and or spiritual practices and what they are is modeled off of the life of Jesus and how he lived, what he did, how he spent his time, what he focused on, and how he interacted with the Father in heaven. And so we want to build our life around those same practices. And the power of worship and declaration is that it really does hold within it the key for us to shift Our perspective as we are facing the multiple problems that we might be in the middle of and something we talked about on Sunday was the power of force perspective shooting in cinema where you have Mm -hmm. something that can seem very large uh, in view. Um, And it looks that way because it's closer to the camera and the things that are further away look further away. And we talked about that's the power of force perspective in our physical world, but there's also power and force perspective in the spirit as well, where we can get God in view. And if, if God is the biggest thing that's in front of us, then it's going to give us perspective, right perspective on not just how to deal with and weather through the storms we're in, but also, um, that he's with us and his, we have access to the peace that surpasses all understanding, no matter, um, what we're facing. So, that's kind of what we talked about on Sunday, and our, our goal over these uh, podcasts is very simply just to have a conversation about how these practices actually live and work in our life. And this is a little reminder coming at you. I hope that you are doing your morning, noon, and night declarations because they will strengthen you, and they will they will bolster your faith and and put god in, in in view in your life and so if you're not doing that jump on board you can grab that list that we're using at antioch resources as well as you can uh grab it on any of our social media uh sites so uh that being said uh guys thanks for being here this is going to be fun excited about this uh Lindsay, i want to start with you Uh, How has this practice of worship and declaration uh, lived in you, and uh, what's it done for you as you've practiced it?
2: Yeah, I think that when I think of declarations, I think about how much they have strengthened me. Yeah. Oftentimes, what we feel or what seems to be true is not real truth with a capital T. Yeah. Yeah. Oftentimes, our feelings seem like truth or what's happening around us seems like truth. But when we declare the actual truth of what God says about us Mm -hmm. or what God says about our situation, that is when we draw on the strength yeah. from heaven, when we draw on the power that we have available to us in the word of God. Because yeah. what yeah. we're declaring is not just this positive thinking or these affirmations that yeah, come on. that we just made up. What we are declaring is what the word of God says about us. And the word of God is sharper than any double-edged sword. That's, That's right. what it says in Hebrews. Yeah. So when we are declaring the word of God, in the face of what seems like totally the opposite of what would be true, this is when we draw on the power and we draw on the strength that we yeah. have in the Word of God.
0: It's so good. Yeah, something that you said that I want to lean into a little bit is that what what you feel is not always real. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I, I even, <laughs> I I think on Sunday I said something like, my feelings have never led me to where I want to go. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. they, they're always taking me somewhere, but what I feel is rarely taking me where I want to go. Sam, why don't you tell us, like, how has, like, worship and declaration helped you rightly align your feelings to the truth of who God says that you are?
1: Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, for me personally, when thinking about worship and declaration, like, I love how you, Lindsay, were talking about, like, that strengthens you as a believer, like, individually. And for me, I find myself, when practicing declaration and worship reminding myself who he is like who he is as as, as god so like when thinking about my feelings and my current circumstances where i would rely on what i feel it reminds me it reminds me about who he is in that circumstance and therefore my trust in him is strengthened like my trust in who he is and what he's done before is strengthened so that helps me navigate the waves of life and the valleys of life is when I'm declaring who he is daily and I'm worshiping who he is in my life. It reminds me that no matter where I'm at and what that looks like, he stays the same. He's constant. Like he is my deliverer. He's my provider. He is the one that takes me through all that. So that's where worship and declaration plays a big role in my life. Personally, is that when I'm going through the motions of those feelings, his truth that is Mm -hmm. found in the word and his truth that's found in these declarations that we're declaring over ourselves and back at him, those kind of helped me navigate those Mm -hmm. hardships in life. Yeah. Yeah. I, you know,
0: one of the things that has been so real for me is how worship has rewired so much of my understanding Of not just who God is but who God has called me to be Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, the lies that fly at us on a constant you know just a a stream of consciousness from from hell Mm -hmm. uh, and from culture Mm -hmm. uh, just that you know we're not enough I mean we have like this unbelievable you know pandemic of comparison in yeah. culture. Yeah. And I think sometimes we start believing those feelings of inadequacy missing out. Mm-hmm. You know, we've even dubbed them in culture of like, you know, FOMO and, yeah. you know, like YOLO, and, you know, all these different <laughs> things. Yeah. yeah. Because so much of our existence now is graded <laughs> upon how other people are living their mm. lives. So mm-hmm. how well you're doing, who you are, how beautiful you are, mm. how successful you are, isn't coming from an internal place. It's being measured by these external factors yeah. that culture is throwing at us and and I think for for worship and the power of worship and declaration is that it it, it is pulling our focus off of what culture says mm-hmm is success or is beauty or is fill in the blank of where you get trapped and in saying like no god is actually where we get the measuring line for where we're going in life what we're supposed to be doing and what winning in life is like what the w of your life is is not going to be who follows you on Instagram? Did they DM you for a collab? Mm-hmm. You know, did okay. you make your kid's lunch look like this mom blogger? And, mm-hmm. did you know, like, there's even as a dad, I start feeling, like, bad when I listen to all these, like, podcasts on mm-hmm. parenting. I'm like, how are you supposed to do all this? Mm-hmm. Like, when does this happen? You know, mm-hmm. like, I-, I would love to be able to X, Y, and Z, but, like, dude, if I'm honest, like, I think we're just lucky to eat dinner together some days, you know? So you start feeling like a failure and then the enemy jumps on that and starts telling you, no, you are a failure. And the power of worship and declaration is like, no, we're going to combat that. We're not going to sit in the lie. We're going to actually speak truth to that lie. Mm -hmm. And in that we're going to become transformed uh, as our heart becomes realigned with who God is. And I think that's why the the who we are in Christ list is a great place yeah. for people to start because my life was changed when I started realizing how many lies had been baked in mm. to who I had just begun to believe who I was. That, that's just who I am.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, yeah,
0: you know, I'm just a failure, you know, or I'm just angry or, you know, I'm a loser. Whatever, it gets baked in. And when you start being like, no, like I'm a child of God. I'm significant. Jesus loves me. These yeah. simple, not mind-blowing things. But when you start realizing, like, wow, that is fighting against what has become the conversation that's just going looping in my mind. Now I'm actually filling my mind with truth versus allowing my mind to be filled yeah. with these lies. Like we we actually were all just in a meeting together and we actually were talking about what we're gonna talk about next week. <laughs> Stay tuned. Mm-hmm. Um but Lindsay, you started talking about scripture memorization and how powerful mm-hmm. that's been in your life mm-hmm. and even you know, it's a part of our training school curriculum mm-hmm. and it's uh and, and we put it in there because of its its power, yeah. right? But um take us, I'd love for you just to tell everybody (laughs) what you told us in content (laughs) meeting, if you don't mind, um, because it was, it was just so helpful and I think valuable in understanding that what worship and declaration is ultimately it's filling our minds with truth and, 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 and therefore we're displacing Mm -hmm. the lies that our minds have been filled with.
2: Yeah. So this was two years ago in D school I was just a D group leader at that point and we were memorizing passages of scripture as we always do when you you get to d-school you're told the the passages that we're going to memorize this year and I started actually working on a, a sermon that I was preparing for that week instead of doing the memory work that I needed to be doing for recitation day coming up and we were all memorizing Colossians 1 9 through 20 uh, which there's so much richness to that passage. It's it's about the supremacy of Christ. But another key component of that scripture is about having great endurance and patience. And so we got to recitation day. I totally didn't have anything memorized because I was doing my message. And when I left and I heard all the other students quoting the the text, I had this FOMO, In a good way, (laughs) that they had this strength, they had this tool, they had this power that Mm. I did not have because I did not do the work of memorizing that passage. Wow. Wow. And I wanted it. Yeah. And I realized, you know what? I don't care if recitation day is over and I'm not required to quote this anymore. I want this passage inside of me. Yeah. And so. I'm old school. I just print it out, laminate it, keep it on my desk, stick it in my Bible. And I memorized Colossians 1, 9 through 20 in February of 2020. And little did I know at the time the pandemic was going to be hitting next month and the world was going to be shut down. But I had been praying and really getting inside of me, memorizing that passage of scripture for about four to six weeks at that point. And so when the pandemic hit, I had already been meditating on having great endurance and patience and praying that scripture over myself every day. And I felt when the world shut down, I had this endurance and patience in me by God. Yeah, that's right. Just through memorizing that verse.
0: That's so good. Like, I I think... You know, we, we, we mentioned this, and we're going to mention it over and over again, is that what the practices are is that they are tools that strengthen us, mm-hmm. yeah. and just like we've made tons of references over the past couple of weeks of the correlation with physical training and spiritual training yeah. and how they really operate very similarly, that mm-hmm. there's going to be moments we don't feel like going for a run, or mm-hmm. we don't mm-hmm. feel like eating right yeah. but if we want to run to quote Paul to win the prize mm-hmm. yeah. um, then we have to be disciplined in those ways and and I I think what we're doing is we're training for when the quote-unquote game happens when yeah. the test comes yeah. yeah you know and a story in my life where worship and declaration was pivotal is like Uh, Liz and I had had our, we had our first kid, Sophie. We got pregnant a second time and we lost that baby. And, Mm -hmm. um, you know, we had known, we had friends who had uh, had miscarriages. And truthfully, if you haven't gone through it, it's hard to explain Mm -hmm. the level of grief that you feel. And someone who had seen my friends go through it, I too had been like, wow, you know, like, I'm so sorry. But because it wasn't like my kid, like, I was like, I don't understand why it's so painful. But then going through it, you're like, whoa, Mm -hmm. like, wow, I'm grieving a death. Like, I'm grieving a loss of a life. And I remember coming home from the appointment where they told us that the baby was dead. And driving home in silence, you know, like Mm -hmm. that bad news drive home, right? Mm -hmm. Like driving home in silence, not really knowing how to respond, not knowing how to like sad and angry and Mm. confused and all the emotions. I remember we got back to our apartment. We were living in Seattle at the time. And I was so thankful in that moment that I had developed a practice of worship because I had this sense. I'm like, man, if we, we right now need to declare the goodness of God mm-hmm. over our lives, or this pain can very quickly transfer from pain to bitterness. Wow! Yeah, and this tenderness we're feeling can very quickly turn from being tender to hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and so we need to worship right now. And I remember Sophie was still like, you know, we're still carrying her, right? It was wow. like, you no, know, we're doing this as a family. We're in the living room and we're just like worshiping and crying. And that initiated for us not just the healing process, but it kept us tender as we continued the grieving wow. process. Mm-hmm. And that's when when you hit that challenge, that fight, that test, that difficulty, That's where the practices pay dividend. That's when the the practice of worship and declaration on the days where everything is going fine and things are not challenging and you can start thinking like, Oh, do I need to go through my who I am in Christ list today? It's like, Yes, you do, because there's (laughs) gonna be a day when everything is not great. Yeah.
1: Yeah.
0: And it's gonna be the practice that's going to draw you back into that place of his presence. It's mm-hmm. good. Yeah. Right? Yeah. You know, I I used to you know, when I was in college ministry, I was you know meeting with these like young college students, I'm like, "Boys, don't ever show up to a gunfight with a with your gun not loaded." Yeah. You know, it's like, mm-hmm. like we, we need to load our gun in the spirit, you know, yeah. it's like we're in a war yeah. Yeah. as like, and you don't know when the bullets are going to start good. flying and you don't want to be at that moment in a place of temptation mm. or challenge wondering. It's like, man, no, you want to have the word in you. So it just comes out. Yeah, that's good. You know, yeah. like it just, it, it comes out of you because you've taken the time to put it in you. Hey, I, I'd love, I'd love to, to kind of bring this home. Uh, really quick with just kind of hearing um again where where are areas in your life sam specifically where you've seen ground be taken because you've chosen to declare truth when you were really wrestling through wow. a time of trouble yeah. or a lie that you were fighting or yeah. anything like that
1: yeah no that's yeah that's that really hits home for me because, yeah, I've seen that in my life play out so many times, specifically with, you know, one of the hardest moments that I lived in was when I was growing up as as an adolescent, you know, as a youth, going through my mental health problems. Like, when I was going through my mental health, like, honestly, the only reason that I'm even alive is because I had to force myself mm-hmm. to, like, block out those lies, which were not that was not easy yeah. that was very hard because yeah, yeah, really yeah. what it is is like when you're dealing with something like that like your mental health issues are really just heart issues manifesting in the physical right mm-hmm. and like that's something that you literally have to force yourself to get out of. It's like, it's like forcing yourself to get out of bed, right? Mm -hmm. It's like forcing yourself to breathe Mm -hmm. and worship is like breathing. It's something that it should be natural and should be coming out of you. And it should be a lifestyle that should be coming from a place of desire of need. Like you should want to worship God because you need it. Yeah. yeah, And for me, like where where I saw worship and declaration take ground in my life was when I had to literally die to myself, like in my flesh and understand like, okay, my soul will cry out. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even though it's hard, even though I don't want to, my soul needs to cry out because if I don't like I'm done. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's where I saw in my life, the physical manifestation of what the outcome of that looks like, which is again, like as we're talking about reminding ourselves who we are in Christ and, reminding who he is in our life and and just declaring what that looks like and then for me personally worship is 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 really your testimony it's what your life has become through that and that's why i believe that your testimony is one of the greatest ways you can worship like your life and coming yeah, out yeah. of that and you know declaring who god is through your testimony is worship at the same time they they they're one and the same declaring and worship are one and the same Just as you could be going through life and worshiping who God is as a provider, right? Then you're worshiping and declaring Jehovah Jireh. Mm -hmm. He is my provider. And then that testimony is declaring who he is and people will look at that and then they'll see Jehovah Jireh in their life. Yeah, amen. You know, so that's kind of how it's worked in my life personally and how he's used worship and declaration to take ground in my life.
0: Yeah, so I, I wanna I wanna end with a practice here because you know, something that I want us to really understand is that worship again doesn't start at the first song on Sunday and it doesn't mm-hmm. start when they finally play the song that you like, and it definitely doesn't end when worship is over. Mm-hmm. It's that worship yeah. is uh it is our purpose as believers is to become captivated by the glory of god and to focus our being upon him and to stop something we're going to be getting into stay tuned but this this coming week Mm -hmm. we're going to talk about the power of slowing down yeah and and that there's a pace in our spirit Mm -hmm. um, that is not the same pace in our culture yeah and so we right now to end what i want you to do is just if you're in your car, or if you're in your house, or if you're at your desk. I want you just to quiet your your heart before the Lord. I want you to 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 close your eyes. Don't close your eyes if you're driving, but um, <laughs> I, I want you to to focus on Jesus. I want you to open your heart up to Him. I want you to 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 it, even in your mind's eye turn every cell in your body towards Him. And I want to declare Ephesians three over you. And I want this scripture to bring strength to your soul. I pray that out of his glorious riches, he may strengthen you with power through his spirit in your inner being. So that Christ may dwell in your hearts through faith. I pray that you being rooted and established in love may have power together with all the Lord's holy people to grasp how wide and long and high and deep is the love of Christ.